This is Brandon Rabar, your host for today, and this is a dispatch from Daily Thunder. Every story, every game, every day. Welcome to the Daily Thunder podcast. I am your host, Brandon Rabar, beat writer for DailyThunder.com. I am joined, as always, by Ryan Woods, contributor to DailyThunder.com. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. You know, my moods are mostly predicated on whether the Thunder win or not. And so, but you know what? I'm not that bummed because, like I've said before, the Thunder are playing with house money. They weren't supposed to be in the playoffs. They've already clinched the playoffs. Now it's just a matter of seeding. Probably going to play the Rockets no matter what anyways, so it probably doesn't matter. And, hey, maybe outside chance the Thunder get their their, uh, first-round draft pick back. So... All that to preface the stupid game that we just watched, the uh, Thunder 92, the before this game, Grizzlies 0-4 in the bubble, 121. What were your thoughts? Well, that was a really optimistic opening. I did not expect that. Um, I thought it was a really disappointing showing um, from a lot of players individually and just overall as a team. It felt like the first game we've seen where they just didn't, uh, didn't give the the proper effort, um, the effort needed to win a game. Um, they, I mean, obviously the first quarter was electric. They were awesome, hitting everything they looked at, getting in the lane. The first quarter was what you wanted and looked like they were going to coast to a win against a, even though they were shorthanded, the Grizzlies are without Jaron Jackson and, and uh, it just seemed like a game that they were going to to roll with how they started out, and um, and that was it. They got housed from there to the end, um, outplayed, outworked, um, in in just about every way. So uh, disappointing. I I do agree with you. It's it's probably it'll probably end up be all coming out in the wash of us being in the four or five matchup against Houston. And, the the jazz really the only the only plus i guess is that the jazz are trying their hardest to be sixth it seems like they're trying to um to avoid uh both Houston and Oklahoma City and and play Denver um so we'll see what happens but yeah i thought it was just in a vacuum a really disappointing effort yeah it really was i i think it's one of those deals they just came off beating the lakers uh so there's a high the grizzlies hadn't won a single game in the bubble yet and uh, they came in and they were just killing them. Like you said, in that first quarter, they're up by 18 and just making everything. It just felt like a game where a superior team was just going to kind of throttle a team. And I think they kind of went into coast mode. Plus the Grizzlies are playing desperate. They still want to make the playoffs. They hadn't won a game. They're getting a lot of crap for it. And they've still got some good players. And uh, so, so I think that there was a shift and the Thunder never kind of, you know, got back into that gear. And honestly, I'll tell you what it really comes down to for me. It sounds like an excuse, but the Thunder are good because they've got five great players. You know, that closing lineup when you got CP3, Schroeder, Shea, Gallo, and Adams, two of those guys were gone. And and we, we love talking about Baisley and Diallo and Nader and Robertson and and all those guys, and it's fun to talk about. But at the end of the day, they're, they're young, they're inconsistent or injured, coming back from injury, so they're up and down. 
And today was a down game for pretty much everybody except for Lou Dort, um, who I put in the good category. I got like him and Noel in like the good category, then five great players. But when you miss two of your top five players, when you're top heavy, it hurts. And mm -hmm. so I think that, uh, you know, Noel is a great backup center, but he got bullied uh, by Jonas. Uh, and I, I just don't think that happens with Steven Adams in there. Sure. Yeah, the loss of Adams was was big today, and obviously we I think they're they're really starting to feel the the Schroeder loss. Um, and I do obviously think they would have made a, a big difference today. Lou played outstanding, so hats off to him. He he brought it today. He was hitting shots. He was defending like he always does. It was um, you know what you what you'd want to see, and he's starting to remind he's starting to really remind me of Marcus Smart which is a fantastic profile of a player you want next to next to Shea going forward. Um, so hats off to him really getting the shot together. Just about everybody else was just, just, lack, just lackluster. I, I'm really down on Gallo right now. Like, I don't – the energy doesn't seem there. He seems kind of like he's coasting. Um, whether the shot falls or not, it seems really uh, lethargic. I don't know. Um, so hopefully that, hopefully that changes going forward, but, um, but yeah, like you're saying, Adams and Schroeder make a huge difference in this game. Yeah. The, the Thunder are one and two without Schroeder now. And, and I'd said like in an article, I, I just don't think the Thunder can win without that three point guard lineup. I mean, that's, that's the reason they've been so dominant. Obviously they beat the Lakers. They can win, but they're going to struggle to win without these key guys there. And as much as, you know, people don't want to say, you know, when somebody's gone next man up and all this, I mean, end of the day, it makes a huge difference when you're giving either Schroeder 34 minutes a game, or you're giving Diallo 25 minutes and Baisley 30 minutes. I mean, that's a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, I mean, it just changes the whole game when, when Adams or Schroeder are out, but you, it's funny you mentioned energy with Gallinari because in the post game presser, that's what he brought up was energy. He mentioned it three times, uh, the lack of energy. But what's also funny is he actually was the only Thunder player with a positive plus minus. He was a plus four. But the thing was, he only played 19 minutes. The Thunder have been uh, sizing his minutes down since the bubble started. I'm sure just to keep him fresh for the playoffs and, you know, with his history of injuries, they don't want to overwork him just to eke out another win or two. They'd rather have him fresh for the playoffs, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, when you only have Gallo playing 19 minutes – uh, and then Adams and Schroeder out, and then Shea had his worst game in a Thunder uniform. He just couldn't hit anything, and he was trying to shoot himself out of the slump, so he went away from what makes him good by attacking the basket. He started shooting threes. He was one for eight. So then you got only one of those really good five players, CP3, who had a good game. Really, him and Dort were the only players tonight who I'd say were really good. And, yes, to tack on, Dort was amazing. I mean, he was offensively, defensively, energy, everything – what I've taken out of the bubble so far is that Dort is taking a leap. He's for real, and I'm excited about Dort's future. Totally. And, uh, and it's unfortunate that Shea had this type of game because I've never seen – and this is, this is including Russell Westbrook – I've never seen a Thunder player look cooler in a Thunder uniform than Shea did today. The, yeah. the, the blown-out hair – yeah. the headband the white accessories under the orange like it was 
it was as good as it gets and he laid an egg <laughs> yeah so he may have to burn the look but um <laughs> but a rip, yeah solid solid look from Shay and look good feel good play good doesn't always uh doesn't always come to fruition i guess yeah, I mean, he really did look great. And I was excited because uh, I like his, his fro more than I like the braids, although the braids were cool too. Uh, but I, I just thought it looked great. And I don't know. I wonder if he's going to go back to the braids now after that game. Exactly. She'll, be, she'll be fine, though. I'm not worried about Shea. I know I've, I've heard, you know, some people, you know, talking, oh, this is he's had two bad games in a row. I mean, everybody has a couple bad games in a row. And even his bad games – I would say today was legitimately a bad game. I don't think his game against the Lakers was a bad game um, uh, overall. I think this was a bad game. I'd expect him to rebound over these next couple games. Yeah, and it just, it just seemed like he became very one-dimensional when when he started looking for his shot, and and that's that's always going to play right into a defense's hands that's sagging off of you. Um, you've got to you've got to get in the lane at that point, and I. I do think a lot of his game is predicated on getting those foul calls in the lane. And I think it's been a very encouraging sign as the season's gone on that he's been getting to the line more and more, but when he's not getting those calls, it's now on him to adjust and, and it can't just be settling for threes. It's, it's gotta be setting the table for others. So um, I, I am interested to see his next move uh, going forward. Cause it, this was a disappointing game and I'm sure he'll rebound from it, but um but yeah, kind of a downer for Shea today. Yeah, and there's this weird uh, thing he's going through with Schroeder being out. You know, he's he's kind of picking up more responsibilities to run the team when when Schroeder's out, but also trying to like you know get Dort involved and and running things and and kind of do what Schroeder did, but you know find his own shot, but playmaking. I'd say for the most part, he's done a good job adjusting to that. Except for yeah. today. I mean, today was just a rough game all the way around, and it happens to me. It's a blip. It's an anomaly, and <laughs> I sound like uh, Stephen Adams trying to say that anomaly, <laughs> uh, uh, and I, I think Shea will be fine. I I'm still completely on the uh, Shea and hype train. One thing I'm in, interested to see is once they have those three guards back all together and get that lineup out there, will they let will they put the ball in Shea's hands a little more because he has played a ton of off ball as the secondary or even third uh, playmaker in that lineup. I'd be interested to see if they put the ball in his hands a little more and let him create as the first option with a little more shooting and a little more space around him now that he's gotten these reps with guys that are a little less capable around him. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that people are missing in this narrative that, you know, he's struggled these last couple games to, to run the show or play make or whatever it was these last couple games. When, when Chris Paul goes out and with no Schroeder in there, the guys he's playing with, I mean, you want to talk about Russ not playing with any space? I mean, yeah. he's he's playing with Diallo, Baisley, uh, Noel. I mean, I mean, guys who are not shooters. I mean, guys yeah. who – I mean, Hervey today. Guys who, you know, the defense isn't respecting at all. They were packing the paint, which takes that away from Shea and forcing these guys to shoot. And so the Thunder were, but they weren't hitting at all right. besides the first quarter. Um, so, I mean – you know, Schroeder comes back, Adams come back, it cures a lot of ills. Also, low-key, Muscala being out hurt a lot, too, because all of a sudden you got two of your three true centers are out, and the yeah. Grizzlies are just too big. They won the rebound battle 58-36. to 36. I mean, that is huge. Mm -hmm. 
and and Muscala gives gives Shea that that outlet um, for for when things break down because he does have the the ability to, to stretch it out. So and <laughs> Hervey Hervey he jacked that one up, didn't he? Like thirty five <laughs> feet in transition, nobody else even crossed half court yet. He let that thing fly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, really? Um, <laughs> Donovan, I was just as soon as he put the shot up, my eyes went to Donovan. And he, he just had – he had just thrown his head down and just looked over at, at Mo Cheeks like, did I see that? Did that really just – that really just happen? Um, but, yeah, he was, I mean, the epitome of shoot your shot. Yeah, yeah. The, the young guys don't lack in confidence. I'll give them that. Some of them have that Dion <laughs> Waiters so Some of them have that Dion Waiters confidence, though, that maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but – to me, when you're playing guys like Hervey, Diallo, Baisley, Burton, uh, and Burton got real minutes, Nader yeah. got major minutes, you're going to have – I don't care if you're playing the Grizzlies. You're playing a desperate Grizzlies team that still has talent. You're going to have a hard time winning with those guys playing major minutes. I mean, there's just no way around it. Uh, and the, the first quarter was fool's goal because the Thunder could not miss at all. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, to me, this is just one of those, like uh, – crappy game you just move on you don't glean too much from this except Dort looked great uh really for me uh because the the Thunder aren't going anywhere without Schroeder and and Adams anyway so how do you take much from a game without the minute and a big and a big win for Memphis they're um you know they're trying to stave off these four or five teams that are that are coming after that eight seed and and really just trying to get close enough to to get that nine seed and get a play in and Portland's super hot right now, but Memphis, that's a big win for them. Um, they were, as you said, they were, they were winless in the bubble and they've got a really tough stretch coming up. So, um, so big win for them and their chances to lock up the eight seed. Yeah. I hope for their sake that they, they get at least another win or two. And, and, you know, they, to me, they were in the eight coming into the bubble and I, you know, I'm, I'm, it was totally cool with what the NBA did with the 22 teams. And I totally get it. Although I feel like they were trying their hardest to kick Memphis out and get Zion and or uh, Damian Lillard in. And so, uh, you know, for me, I'm kind of rooting for the underdog and hoping that the Grizz get in, but I just don't see it happening. I, the Blazers are going to get the spot. Let's be real. I agree. Yeah, I mean, they are they are playing really, really well right now, and Lillard is taking it. Lillard's taking it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of hate it because, you know, I've, I've enjoyed reposting the uh, – Dame waving goodbye meme and like you know kind of talking about how they supposedly killed the franchise and thunder in the playoffs they're not in the playoffs and now they might actually make the playoffs so it's going to yeah. retroactively ruin all my reverse memes on Dame. and and let's let's just look down the road a little bit let's say they get the eight seed and pull an upset and we get out of the four or five matchup and we're sitting there in a in a rematch thunder blazers all over again that would be wild it would be and i i thought about that because they could it sounds crazy but i if, if i were to put money down i'd say the thunder and rockets are going to play in the first round and i genuinely think that's a toss-up and i think the lakers and blazers are going to play first round and while i will definitely choose the lakers i would not at all be shocked to see the blazers upset them i know everybody made fun of charles barkley for saying that but look at the lakers playing the bubble and and the Blazers play and yes the Lakers have less to play for but even when they had something to play for they didn't look that great their shooting has been awful like beyond yeah. awful and with with the Blazers having Nurkic back 
I mean, it could it could be a series. And if the yeah. Thunder play the Blazers in round two, uh, I, I like that for the Thunder. I mean, you know, again, I feel like that'd be a coin flip series. Yeah. And and what's been, I mean, the Lakers, like you're saying, they've clinched the one seed, but they're still trying to figure out who they're going to be able to trust with Rondo out. And it seems like a coin flip between J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters. So they certainly have their own questions to answer. So um, they're, you know, they're, they're a team to watch these last few games because they're still, they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do with a couple of those guard spots for a lot of minutes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. These last few days are going to be fun because it, I could see some teams with, with resting and, and kind of trying to manipulate the seating and try yeah. to pick their own matchups, but then other teams countering with that and like, oh, well, I'm going to rest my dudes and try to lose on purpose so I can play the Jazz. And all of a sudden, it's going, to, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how it works out. The, the Thunder, I still feel, could end up anywhere four, five, or six. Uh, yeah. If I had to bet, it's going to be – the five spot against the the Rockets. I just think it's going to happen. And and you got Denver and Utah playing against each other tomorrow, and it looks like both teams are trying to out tank the other. Yeah. Um, like both teams are playing like, got like literally the Jazz are playing like four, three or four guys at a time that I have never heard of. Yeah. And, <laughs> and coming from coming from two guys that watch basketball. A lot. I have never heard a lot of, from of a lot of these jazz guys. Well, I'm sure that's what uh, some Grizzlies fans were thinking when Kevin Hervey and and Devin Hall and Deontay Burton yeah. checked in. Uh, there yeah. may have been some Thunder fans who who wonder who those guys were <laughs> when they checked in. Very good. Very good. That's the one. That's the one. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Thunder podcast. Be sure to listen on uh, Sunday and Monday as well. We'll have reactions right after the uh, Wizards and Suns victories, bounce back wins as well. Ryan, thanks for being on the show as always, buddy. Cheers, brother.